Welcome to the Walking with Jesus podcast, a podcast that allows followers of Christ to experience Jesus in a new way with Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Each week, we, while we converse and reason about the things of the Bible and in our lives, we believe that Jesus will draw near and walk with us just like he did in Luke 24, verse 15. Now, here's your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, with an opening prayer. All right. um, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day, dear Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to just recognize who you are, dear Lord. We know that you remain on the throne despite all that's going on in our lives and all that's going on in the world, dear Lord. We put our trust, our faith, our hope in you, Lord, because you never change. And you're no respecter of persons. We just lift up all the first responders, all the doctors, all the nurses, all the healthcare professionals that are working to combat this um, deadly virus, dear Lord. We thank you right now, dear Father, for allowing it to go around our homes, dear Father, and not impacting our homes. We just lift up all of those who have contracted the virus or are showing symptoms, dear Father, we know that you are the healer. We just lift them up right now and pray that you make a mighty move in their life to give them the health back, dear Lord. Give them their health back. Lord, Lord, we just, as we go into your word now, we just pray for a new revelation. We pray that your Holy Spirit works on our hearts. Have your way during this podcast, during this recording, so that you might reach the hearts of someone listening, dear Lord. We just ask all of these things in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, so there, there was a number of things um, that stood out to me in this chapter. Um, and and just kind of given the word of the month is is glory. I mean, it's it really just heightened that. I mean, I think I I listed. I mean, it starts out with him healing the paralytic, and then mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say there's at least five healings in this chapter. Yes. Right, so it's the paralytic, it's the ruler's daughter, the woman with the issue of blood, the two blind men, and the demon possessed man. Right? Yeah. Paralytic. The ruler's daughter. Yes, at least. Mm -hmm. And and I just. It just showed you, because I think the, after the, the paralytic, um, I think it's after the paralytic, the, but they were just saying every, the people, when they saw it, they just glorified God. And it just. Yeah. Like, Verse eight. Yeah. 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 It just it just really made me think of, you know, you know, the, and like I said, given the word for the month is glory. It just made me think of his power. It's, it's not only his his glory, but him being glorified, and it's just it's just amazing. Yeah, it's a smooth transition from how it was from Matthew eight mm-hmm. in regard being overwhelmed by his power, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. which is like his well at that time his hometown, and then to have the paralytic be healed. Mm-hmm. That is the manifestation of a person just not being able to walk, just being on a bed. And then now, as long as you can recall, this man has been in this position. And now he's healed. That's a lot of power. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, I can see why it will say that they were um, um, awestruck. Mm-hmm. Because I'm putting myself in that situation and I'm there. I'm one of the people that's just a bystander just looking at what happened. I'll be blown away. I'll, I'll be blown away. It's like, who are you? 
it would make me want to draw near, but it wouldn't make me want to distance myself from God. It'll make me want to actually get closer to God. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. coming in the name of the Father, so therefore I want to step in a little bit closer. Right. It's kind of weird because just knowing some of the backdrop that he didn't do many miracles in his hometown. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is just, it's like, well, why after seeing such a marvelous work, I'm, it's hard for me to wrap my mind on why a person would want to back away from it. Well, th- that's a good point because that was one of the other things that stood out to me because he he did these five miracles, but in between, all in between these miracles, you have him talking to the Pharisees. You have him talking to John's disciples. And mm-hmm. They, they asked him two questions. Um, oh man, I don't have it for me. They asked him the question about, let's see here. There was one question. Why does he, where is it? Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so the Pharisees asked the first question. Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? And then John, John's disciples asked, so that's in verse 11. And then mm-hmm. in verse 14, the disciples asked, why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And it just, from those two questions, I was just, it just, you know, the revelation that, and I guess it's really not a revelation, but you got to like kind of put yourself in their shoes. The law Uh The law was the lens that everyone saw everything through, Mm -hmm. right? And and what really sort of put me back there was, is the last, what is this, verse, uh, verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Yeah. And that, and I was like, man, he, he, even though the Pharisees, we may look at, you know, just we, in this present time, we look at the Pharisees as almost like b- bad people. Mm-hmm. But from Jesus' perspective, they were John's disciples and the Pharisees, they were like the same. They all, yeah. they were all lost. <laughs> They were all lost. We all were lost in Jesus's eyes because we just saw life. We saw everything through the law, mm-hmm. and 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 the law was did nothing but bring us to the awareness of sin and made sin more yeah. apparent in our life, right? And yeah. just and just. Think about those questions. Why does your teacher sit with tax collectors and sinners? Right? That's that's just mm-hmm. that's that's a judgment, right? That's a judgment sort of question. Like he's sinning because he's sitting with tax collectors and sinners, right? Yeah. And then the other one was also kind of like a judgment question. So why did why do why the Pharisees <laughs> and us why why we fasting and you don't fast? It's again, it's a judgment thing. And if mm-hmm. you look look at those questions, man, it just made me think, man. It, it's it's purely the law. Like the law is wrapped around those two questions. And, no, you're right. And you know, this is a remarkable chapter because. I mean, I like I I kind of broke down everything that he did, and like he's healing all these people, he's dealing with the Pharisees, he's dealing with John's disciples, and he's dealing with his own heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's just I mean, you really between chapter eight and chapter nine, like you said, it's an amazing transition, but you really get to see who Jesus is. Yeah, really, his humanity. Yes. Yes. 
the humanity part, like what is the term? Hypo the, the hypostatic union of mm -hmm. uh, when Jesus is man and God all in one. Yeah. And just to see his humanity part of it, when it says how you reference back to verse 36 with the compassion he had for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And here going back to um, verses 10 and 11, it makes it makes more sense why there was a rejection there in his hometown. It's because they were more so focused on their frame of thought with the law. That's the window. Everything has to be viewed from the law. Which, which in return, which is why it's so vitally important for them to have the right interpretation of the law. Mm -hmm. Because by having the wrong interpretation, it's the king right before their eyes. That's right. Which is just, it's scary because if, when looking at it, it's like, okay, that's back then. Mm -hmm. You know, it's physically isn't walking around right now. Mm -hmm. But how many times does he may manifest himself in a way that maybe may may appear to be kind of off, but it's still him. Right. But not having her interpretation of scripture leads to us rejecting him without knowing we, we are rejecting him. Yeah, that's because when because when like they, they, they're asking judgmental questions, mm -hmm. which are good it's based upon the law. Right. It's not like they were just random things. They're asking pretty much legit things like, why are you not? Uh, why, why aren't you and your disciples, why aren't you fasting? Mm -hmm. Like, break that down to us. Mm -hmm. From my understanding, to know we way of life. Right. Why are you with the tax collectors? Do you not know what they do? Mm -hmm. And that's the legit question, but at the same time, it really does open up the door for Jesus to do what he's been doing, minister to him. That's it. That's it. I mean, he 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 basically like he's showing his power, his his, and we can get into that in a to a sec in a second about the fact that he mixed his faith with the faith of all of these these people who needed the healing, right? He he because he he mentioned yeah. it like to to some of them like your faith has made you whole right but in between all that he was he was he was dropping gems like he was really ministering <laughs> to them about a different way of thinking and, and and what i wrote in my notes was just that it was it was it was his doctrine it was the doctrine it was the new testament that he was teaching them yeah. about Right, because the law and and you know the reason why I also believe that Jesus saw everyone as lost, whether they were Pharisee or John's disciple, it didn't matter to him because he was bringing a whole new way of thinking into existence. Mm -hmm. No one knew. Yeah. No one could understand really what he was trying to do, and they really didn't fully understand it until after he died after he came back and breathed the Holy Spirit into them. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't until then, but all before then, he was just ministering. He was just, just trying to teach them, trying to get them, um, trying to get them to understand, even if it was intellectually, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately the Holy Spirit came and did what it's supposed to do, but it, it was it was really just trying to help them understand and to capture their minds because I think these miracles, when it says they glorify God, it 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 captured their minds and and it started to move their hearts. But the, it wasn't until the Holy Spirit came where they were fully empowered and fully emboldened with the Holy Spirit to do some of the things that they that Jesus called them to do. Up until the up until that yeah. point, it was just him him ministering, and it's just the way Jesus was able to maneuver within these situations, that's what really stood out to me. You know, you got the miracles, you got him, you know, Pharisees pushing on him. And then John's disciple, like everybody wants a piece of him, but he's- Yeah, he kept his cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, <laughs> he didn't. He never breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 he never. He never was like you know, man, back up or like you know, get away from me. Give me some room. You know, he never was really like that, and he just took it as it came. He took it as it came, yeah. and he was able to maneuver in and out of these situations with such grace. And I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and obviously the power of God, which you know, I think we all would want some level of that to to handle the situations that we face in in the world. You know. Yeah, I like how he, how Jesus. It seemed like when he had spoke back to them to reply back to what they were questioning him about. Mm-hmm the depth of his response mm-hmm. it it you it's like you cannot be a casual listener right. when around right. jesus right 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 like cuz what he was saying was like when i read it i was went back and read it and read it again i was like hmm so it's a pretty interesting analogy mm-hmm. cuz he's talking about wine skins old wine skins new wine skins mm-hmm. cloth old garments like you know, if I'm just now just, you know, just on the outside looking in, I'm just piercing, piercing into the conversation. The part that I caught was just what they questioned him on. And I looked at Jesus' response. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So it's like Jesus always did an answer that the listener would have to sit back right. and meditate on. Right. It really did. And so when I was looking at the commentary, like when this example, when it was talking about with fasting, um, with John MacArthur, when he says with... um. In verse 17, his commentary said, Jesus used this illustration to teach that the forms of old rituals, such as ceremonial fastings practiced by the Pharisees and John's disciples, were not fit for the new wine of the new covenant era. And in both analogies, the Lord was saying that what the Pharisees did in fasting or any other ritual had no part with the gospel. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Walking with Jesus podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Which, if I'm just a casual listener, I won't catch that. I have to really sit back and really think about it if I was there, let alone now, because wine comes in <laughs> bottles now. Not wine. <laughs> so, so it's like you really have to dig in. But I think that's 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 the key, even with scripture period, is like just being a casual reader, I, I can't grasp the meaning of what the scripture really has, what God is really saying. I have to really dig in and really Get my feet wet. <laughs> Get my whole body wet. Like really soak in. Like what was the culture like for him to talk about wine skins? Or when he used this particular analogy, why was that something familiar back then? But just by being a casual reader, it just won't. It won't make sense. <laughs> it's interesting because, I mean, you're absolutely right. The, most of Jesus's responses, you couldn't just take it. And say, okay, like, you know how we sit in class sometimes and, and Reggie's like, well, he, I'm not going to answer that for you. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't give him like a, because yeah. he, he, give yeah, an he doesn't really give an answer. Like, <laughs> well, why why do you fast? Well, because, you know, A, B, C, D. He, he gives him an analogy mm-hmm. that causes you, like you said, like, you have to become, you have to ask questions about these this this analogy here like if you if you don't ask if yeah. it doesn't prompt you to ask another question that's the casual listener because you could easily blow off mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about man you crazy i'm out you know yeah but if but someone who's really really interested because think about the rich young ruler 
Yeah, yeah, you good know, point. Like if, good if, point. if the rich run young ruler had said, hmm, you know, like just asked another question. Like, even if he asked, Well, do I need to sell everything? You know what I mean? Like, like even if he asked, <laughs> even if he asked that, that would have gotten another response, which would he would have gotten a little deeper into the, you know, a relationship with, with Jesus and probably gotten a little bit more clarity, but he took what Jesus' response was and left it at that. Yeah. He he didn't continue. And that's to... not go ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That, that 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 that's so true. He didn't he didn't continue with it. And that's the and that that is in essence, I guess casual church mm -hmm. of today in our times is that a lot of us are content with whatever the whatever the sermon is, whatever the verse of the day may be. And that's not enough to really, in my opinion, I don't think that's, and I just look at my own life, that's not enough for me to actually carry out God's will. I have to know more. I right, just um, going over. I'm still, I'm still stuck on John 14. Yeah, <laughs> with, with Philip, like I read, I read it before, and I was stuck on it then. But it's like now I'm like looking back at it again. I'm like I'm just so stuck on how Philip responded mm -hmm. to Jesus, and it's paramount to being a casual disciple or just a disciple that really get his feet wet and carry out the torch, what God wants. And by just taking it as is on the, on the surface level, I don't think it's enough to really carry out what God wants and what he's expecting. Because the more intimate a person is with Christ, the more Christ can show himself. Yeah. Yes, I mean it's 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 like you said. I mean, it's not enough to carry out his will, but I also feel like it's not even enough to deal with the things that are you know you may be faced with. It, it, it's, it's, yes, it's totally like agree. how um you might hear like I know Tony Evans says this a lot, pastors talks about it a lot, like you can't think you can go to church on Sunday and think that's enough to, to, to get totally you through <laughs> to next Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, we are faced with so many, like, just so many things. And I'm not even, even talking about trying to walk out in ministry. You know what I mean? I'm just talking about just day-to-day -day mm -hmm. relationships with our family, with people that we know. Not even ministry. Not even, you know, putting on you know, the, the, the belt of truth and the, you know, the shield of faith, not even none of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just dealing with family, just dealing with friends, just dealing with what life's going to throw at you every day. Like it, yeah. it's, it's hard. That's just like Jesus saying, um, like, think about it. When 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 Jesus was in the Sermon on the Mount, then he said, let's go to the other side. Then he left the disciples and went, left them by themselves to go, right? And and mm -hmm. look what happened. As, as soon as he left them, Satan came up with something to get them off track. And, I mean, that's just, to yeah. me, that's just, a, that's just an example of how we... Like if as soon as we leave him, I mean, there's so many examples in the Bible. You think about um, the seed and the sower, right? How, mm -hmm. how as soon as the as soon as the the the, the sower throws seeds, that's that's exactly what came <laughs> to my mind too. He, he comes to steal <laughs> the word immediately. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you know, if, if, if we're not in and, and and so for me personally and my experience in life i have had to almost because when i do get away from jesus when i do get out of his presence i feel those things i feel you know the flesh coming up i feel uh satan trying to steal the word yeah. from me so 
I have made it a practice to stay in the word and stay because I feel like his presence is my protection. And I, yeah, and it really, it truly is. And I want to be protected. You know, I want (laughs) to be protected. And the only reason I kind of chuckle at that is because some some people don't believe that. Some people don't think just being, yeah, they being in his presence. I've seen, yeah, I've seen people make a mockery out of us Christians because we flock to Christ. We feel like we're there's safety with him. And I'm like, hey, there's no shame in my game. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I consider myself a strong man because of Christ. I consider myself a weakling without him. Without him. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is in that regard because that's it's so true. I mean, we 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 will not eat just one time on Sunday and think that meal. Physical food will carry us through the rest of the week. There you go. It doesn't make sense to, mm-hmm. to do that to the spirit. To just, okay, this right here is enough. I'm at pretty much Golden <laughs> Corral. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Chopping it up. And then once I leave, or once I leave church on Sunday, that's it. Like, no, it doesn't. That's not enough. Because soon, like what you said, as soon as we leave his presence, you can feel the enemy trying to snatch the word. You can feel him doing things to 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 things that the flesh is attracted to. The enemy is trying to work on. And it's just it's not enough just to be a casual listener or a casual walker mm-hmm. with Christ. I'm, I like how Tony Evans feels like we're going to be fans right. or we're going to be yeah. true followers. Yeah. <laughs> fans are always in the stands. Right. They don't never play the game. They got an opinion on it, but they don't never play. Yeah. They don't never play. Man, that's good, man. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's, so, it's so relevant in the fact that his disciples was always with him and you know, going back to what we were saying about the fact that, you know, in Jesus's eyes, even his disciples, even his own disciples, they were all lost. They were all lost because yeah. of the law and how Jesus is bringing in a, a new way of thinking, this new, the New Testament doctrine, which, which speaks to love. And so w- when we go to the first question, why are you sitting down with taxpayers? And, what are you saying? Uh, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? And his response is, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Again, like you said, this is a response that if you if you're a casual listener or if you i don't know you, you don't want to you can take it and leave it you know what i mean you can take this what he said right here yeah. and leave it yeah. i mean the first part you can kind of get something out of that he says those who are well have no need of a physician but those who are sick you can kind of get something from that and and maybe be satisfied but if you if you're a casual listener to the second part and you just leave it you don't really understand what he's saying right it's mm-hmm. it's it's his doctrine yeah. the doctrine of love that he's really mm-hmm. trying to trying to 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 impart upon these pharisees right now um and and kind of going back this encounter with the Pharisees as a, is a result of him picking up Matthew as a disciple. And so, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, it's interesting. You know, <laughs> on some of the backdrop, he wrote to the he, he wrote to the house of Israel. So, the book of Matthew was a book designed to get the house of Israel to believe in Christ. Which is interesting in and of itself. So it's like, without this brother, there will be 
a very huge stone missing in the Bible. Very huge. Because no, I don't, yeah, now I think about it, he's the only one that gives the um, mm-hmm. the genealogy at the beginning. All the rest, no. I don't believe they do. Yeah, all the rest of the Gospels don't. He, he's the only one that really gives that backdrop into showing Jesus as right. the true right. king, and, the Messiah. And it back to David, right? As the son, and, and, and the fulfillment yeah. of prophecy. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Matthew was sort of the, you know, very kind of detail oriented and, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, w- with this, you get the backdrop of who Jesus is. And then, you know, his encounter, I mean, he doesn't really speak to, you know, that much of what actually happened. Just, you know, just follow me. And then, then they go to his house to eat. And and then they talk about yes. this. Um, encounter with the Pharisees and I didn't read the commentary on this because but it it, it stood out to me as well um, I'm 13 but go and learn what this means like he's telling the Pharisees like he's giving them something to chew on just like we said like like yeah. he knows that they're they may not get it but he's also like urging them to to dig in more but go and learn what this means. Mm-hmm. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And again, I didn't read the commentary, so I don't know. So this is Malcolm's opinion of what this means. But I just feel like he's saying my doctrine is, is, is love. Yeah. You know, I don't hate anyone. I don't, I don't, all of y'all are lost, but I'm sitting with these tax collectors and sinners because I love them. Enjoying the show? We'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply share the show with a friend, that will give them a new way to experience Jesus and help us out too. Now back to the show. That's what I love about Christ is is the love that he has even when we are in a rebellious state. Like before we even thought about coming to Christ, Christ was already thinking about, he had already thought about how to come to us. And I like how in some of the prior readings, like with, with um, mm-hmm. in Samuel, how David kind of exemplified that in a sense yeah. with the death of Saul and, his, mm-hmm. and, and Saul's children. Whereas in today's society, we wouldn't we would not look at a man that would cry for their enemy dying as being a humble person like something's wrong with this dude what's wrong with him but when david mourned for saul dying knowing that saul tried to kill him i just think about how the saul in the new testament how that saul mm-hmm. persecuted the church heavenly and jesus did a face to face encounter with the man and just transformed him. And that was just done out of the love mm-hmm. that he had for him. And same here, how he looked on, verse 36, how you brought it up, how he looked on the crowd and had compassion. Maybe some of these people were probably just, you know, spectators. And then some of them yeah. probably were just haters. Like, I, had, I want nothing to do. I'm just trying to see how right. we can trip Jesus up. But yet Jesus is like, I have compassion on you. That that's 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 awesome when thinking about that's God, the God of this universe. Mm -hmm. That's what that's how he is. Yeah, his I mean his love is overwhelming to to us kind of you know just from a human standpoint and definitely from a flesh standpoint, it's overwhelming because like you you talk about um 
David and Saul, but like the love, and, and I know we've been reading this, but the love that David had for Jonathan and, and the love that Jonathan had for David was was incredible. Like, I don't know of any relationship like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, and I don't, I'm trying to figure, I don't know, the only relationship that even compares to something like that is between Jesus and man. Right? There, there's no yeah. other relationship in the Bible that's that's like that. And and given the, the complexity of Saul wanting to kill David. Mm-hmm. Right? And so Jonathan and David are, are like best friends. They are super best friends. Saul knows that. Yeah. And like that that relationship is so complex, but it's but it's underlying it all is is love and it's just you know it's impressive it's really impressive and then like you said i i agree with you because i think we see that in we see the foreshadowing of the love that 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 jesus has for man in david and jonathan and and then david overall i mean like he was mm-hmm. he was really like when when saul died he he was really like torn up about it and and you know try to do as much like i think that the the um the house of judah he actually you know did a lot for cuz they they made him king and all that sort of stuff but i mean it, it's, it's it's really impressive and you know you think about the love that jesus yeah. had to have to give up his life yeah I mean, he's knowing that God doesn't rejoice right. in the death of a yeah. sinner. And that's what I, like, you see that in, right here, even in his chapter. I mean, the rejects, Jesus right. is given a lot of attention to. I mean, to be a paraplegic in that time frame, I mean, they cast you out. You pretty much was a beggar. I mean, there was no such thing as Social Security, so it wasn't like there was who who would help them out. It wasn't like there was a community really there helping them out. They were just rejects. The only way to really get anything to eat is by begging. Mm. And to look at the lady with the issue of blood, mm. she's a reject. I mean, just looking, even, even with the mindset of what we talked about earlier, they looked at everything from the lens of the law. So by, yeah. by the law, she's dirty because mm. she has the issue of blood. So she can't do anything. I would assume that maybe this woman probably she can't have a husband if she if she even if she was married. He's not paying much attention to her due to the mm-hmm. fact back then they had more wives, yeah. and so she's a reject. And Jesus did not mm-hmm. exclude her. He just mm-hmm. I, I'll heal you when she touched. That's the thing. Her faith. Yeah, all of these, like, I'm glad, so glad you brought this up because think about the, the the paralytic back then. There was no physical therapy. There was no wheelchairs that you could still kind of get around with. And I mean, the issue of blood. I mean, you you hit that right mm-hmm. in the head because you were an outcast. You weren't even really supposed to be in the city, like. Like you weren't supposed to be around nobody. Like they had yeah. special places for the unclean people. And and mm-hmm. this, this this paralytic, the the blind men, um, the 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 demon possessment, all of them had they had to have faith Be- beyond like yeah. um what they in um Hebrews talked about Abraham having hope beyond hope. Like when when there is no hope, you still hoping. Because yeah. they they were in hopeless. But yeah, they they were yeah, in hopeless situations. <laughs> I mean, right now, like like in in our present day mm-hmm. and time, there's there's still things that someone that's blind, someone that's a paralytic, someone who has you know I don't know hemorrhaging, you can still function. And not feel so ostracized or out of the you know the yeah. norm. You're still a little different, but 
there there's ways you can still be a part of community and still be a functioning functioning citizen. In those days, it wasn't that way. So all they had was their faith. Yeah. And I, th- I think you mentioned this before, like, you know, back then, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sitting here telling you I would want to live back then, but they had less distractions in terms of their faith, right? They, 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 they only had their faith. True. <laughs> you know, they didn't, they didn't have a mm-hmm. wheelchair that can, <laughs> you know, put some of the power back in them and make them have self-confidence. They had to depend on other people mm-hmm. and other people like, man, get away from me. You know? It, which I think, when, in essence, when it's like that, maybe it's just me, it just seems like it's, it seems like maybe it's more easier when everybody else is telling you no. And the only yeah. yes yeah. comes from Christ. It makes you want to follow him more. Absolutely. And it increases the faith. I mean, it's easy. It, how can I put it? It's like and I it's like now people come to Christ, general the general church, the appeal is for people where they're at. But in, in scripture, it seems like the pill the pill is for people where they're at, but these people are in some very right. hopeless situations. Right. Right, and it and that that's that's who you know, that's who needs the gospel. It's easy to go to. It's easy to go to areas that seem like the same areas that we're in, but it's the ones that in the hopeless spot. That's who needs the gospel. Right. That's where Jesus was at. These people. That were just in just I mean there was no hope. <laughs> there like, was no hope. They were like living hell. Like right. Yeah, they, they were, that was like a living hell. Like yeah, they, they yeah. didn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I totally get what you're saying because they, they had no choice. They had no like they could they could just exist mm-hmm. and and accept their circumstances which were terrible and hopeless, but it was yeah. something in them. And that's that's the strange part about this, right? Mm-hmm. Like they saw something in Jesus that everybody else didn't. Well, I wouldn't say everybody else because it was a multitude. It was a bunch of people around them. And, and you know, the disciples saw it and felt it, but these people in, in like you said, in desperate and just, just situations that I, I couldn't even imagine being in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in some tough spots, but not physically in these tough spots where, like, demon-possessed and paralytic and all of these things. Like, that's just, like, they didn't have answers. As simple as that. I mean, yeah. I'm about to issue yes. it. That's pain. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, this mm. like, I mean, that's a great point. They didn't. She was in severe pain, and it says for twelve years, right? But she yeah. held on to like, man, mm. I just need to touch this man's robe. I just need to touch him. Think, and I think sometimes when we when we mm-hmm. knock, how the scripture says yeah, knock. Yeah. Seeking Shafan, it's like the more the more we keep praying, Absolutely. it really does do something to your faith. So it's like she mm-hmm. tried everything because I think the backdrop, yeah, Luke, Mark in my Luke body. talks about all the Luke stuff eight. that she did and she's lost all her money and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's like mm. try everything you possibly can, and nothing, and nothing, nothing works. Nothing works. You go to the doctor. I mean, because this, mm-hmm. this is pain. This is pain. And that appears to work, but it's like it really does something to your yes. faith. It doesn't, it doesn't shrink it. Mm-hmm. It increases it. I mean, but she's like, all I gotta do is just touch him. Mm. I don't even have to ask. 
I can just touch him. Right. That's enough. I should be healed. Man. That's some faith. So, so th- that's that's it's similar to what we was talking about before. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm in the same situation this lady was in, but I feel like just getting in God's presence, just getting in the presence of his word is all I need. That, yeah. I, yeah. I, I've tried everything else. I've tried everything else. <laughs> for and, and it's not for my physical healing. It's not for my mental healing. It's for my peace. I've tried everything to give me peace. And the mm-hmm. only thing that works is God and his word. Yeah. And I and that is the only thing that can really, that, that that is the only thing that should that does give yeah. us peace is God and His Word. You know, I yeah. I mean, it, I I feel like as we're just kind of looking at this, these these different people who are being healed, man, and I'm I'm just trying to think about their situations, and I I don't think I was, I don't think I was as desperate as none of them right but i also believe that jesus was looking at me and says well yes you were yeah <laughs> you know what I'm yeah you're right you're right about that because when i <laughs> you are you are 100 correct on that. <laughs> and the reason why i say that is because it's easy for us to look at someone else's situation and say well, mine is either yeah. worse than yeah. theirs or it's not as bad. But Jesus looking at all of us. All lost. All, well, all lost. Up. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, you may not be physically mm-hmm. blind, but you were spiritually blind. You may not be you may not be physically hemorrhaging, oh, but you were hemorrhaging spiritually. And it's spiritually where it all starts from. Everything that we mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. comes from the spiritual realm. And if it's not addressed there mm. correctly, we are doomed. Man, you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you are 100% on it. <laughs> as, as they say, as, <laughs> as they say, preach, Pastor. <laughs> oh man, because you're right, man. We compare ourselves to other people and we can make a judgment, but Jesus is comparing us to him. <laughs> yes. And that's something that we don't do. <laughs> we exclude us. I'm not God, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, it, and it's humbling. I mean, it's humbling because yeah. to know that Jesus looks at us like that, he looks at us just like the woman. He looks at us just like the demon-possessed man. He looked at us. He looks at us just like the paralytic. And honestly, man, I just got a revelation. I just got a revelation because you just said yeah. it. It's like although we look at ourselves and don't and can't relate to any of these things, we actually are. We actually are paralyzed in a certain way. We actually are a little demon possessed when we we make decisions that aren't for God. Right. Oh, say it again. You kind of cut off. Say say it again. You kind of cut off. What you said. When we can, when we compare ourselves to these these five, mm-hmm. or I guess a little, these five miracles of healing, we say we can't relate. But if we really look at it, it may not all be at the same time, but at one one point or another, we were paralyzed, or we were hemorrhaging spiritually, or we were yes. you know demon possessed when we made a bad decision, right? We we were influenced by a, a demon because we mm-hmm. didn't make the decision for God, or we were blind, you know, to a situation. So when, yes. when Jesus is looking at us and saying y'all the same, like it's 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 taking the it's actually opening my eyes in terms of revelation because I I agree. You know what? Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I may not feel like I'm paralyzed, but to him. I am paralyzed. I'm not walking in truth. I'm, or I'm not, you know, you know, walking with him the way mm. I'm supposed to be walking. So in Jesus' eyes, you're paralyzed. You're stuck. Can't move. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And and I, I, so I true. bet you can so look true. at every one of those healings that Jesus did, and and if you apply them to yourself, I mean, it's definitely humbling, but you also see how Jesus has healed you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's just amazing to have that power yes. active in our lives. Mm. Nothing that we did or deserve it, mm. but it's active in our lives. That's just, I mean, because this lady, she couldn't pay Jesus back for that. The man being blind, it was, well, it's not just one man, it's men. Mm. That's what the scripture says. It's, it's, it's men. So it was like, blind, even if they could do that in today's technological, scientific, fancy world, we're getting somebody to be able to see, right? like say, mm-hmm. if Stevie Wonder could now see, how much money would a doctor charge for that? And here it is, Jesus did it free, easy. And the only thing he said back then, I thought this was kind of weird at first, because he says to them, he says to them, um, verse 30, and their eyes were open, and Jesus sternly warned them, see that no man knows about this. And I was like, well, why would he say one of those parts again just can't casually, casually just skip over? And I was like, this is kind of, because to me, it's just saying kind of opposite. You, you do this for me, I got to tell the whole world. <laughs> There's nothing I can do to repay you for this, because this is just, I mean, literally, if this was something that I can go to the hospital and fix, it would be too much. It would literally be too much. And for him to say this, I'm like, well, I'm digging into the commentary. It was um, with John MacArthur. He was saying that he did not, Jesus didn't want for, he did not want the miracle to overshadow the real reason why he was there. And that was to spread the good news. And I was like, interesting. Even that, even when I even was just reading reading about that, that still was something I still was like, I still gotta think on. <laughs> because I was like, that's interesting that the message, the miracle was there right. to get your attention, but wasn't there to overshadow the message. And I'm like, that's just what interesting just to, just to chew read? on. What version are you reading for this one? This is the um, it's English. Okay. No, no, this is so the New American King Standard version, um, version. Listen to the choice of words that it says. So, and their eyes were open, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. He just healed these men of <laughs> blindness, and he says, See that no one knows it. This is like Jesus' choice of words are just like, and then after that, I mean, obviously, but when they departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. And it's, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like, it's almost like Jesus is, is, yeah. is um, I mean, he knows what he's doing, but he's, it's, 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 his words are full of joy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like he's happy yes. with them and kind of plays with words just to, you know. Yeah. He's just kind of playing with words and just, just cause you to chuckle a little bit. You know what I mean? He's like, he's trying to warn them, but it's like, see that nobody knows it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, I don't know. This is just such a mar- remarkable man, and and just, yes. it's just you, the more you read about him, the more you understand. It's just, it's just really, it's kind of overwhelming at times, you know. It, yeah, it really is overwhelming because just yeah. to see what he, just to see what he did, and to know this. This actually happened. This isn't. This isn't just some story. This is actual historical. This happened, and this same God is alive now, mm-hmm. and it's it's comforting, right? Because 
up is COVID-19 and just seeing the state of how everything is and all the problems that seem to be going on. Yes. God's still in control. The same God that instantaneously made these men be able to see, that opened the mouth of this demon-possessed man that couldn't speak, that healed this one. That same power that made the universe, he's in control over the situation. Yeah. That's comforting. The situation, COVID-19 may not be comforting. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like when you watch like a scary movie. And the more you into the scary movie, right, right. if something happens, you jump. <laughs> but take your eyes off of the screen. And just right. look around the room. You don't jump. Mm-hmm. You're not moved by what's going on there. And it's like just by being, it's kind of like that's how I look at it with, with with scripture. It's like if I just take my eyes and just focus on scripture, what's going on around me? Yeah, it's still stuff going on around me, but my perspective is in the right spot. Mm-hmm. I'm not jumping when the news says jump. Yeah, I'm moving when God says move. And that's comforting. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest takeaway I have from this this chapter, um, two things: Jesus was a healer and a teacher, right? The other thing is just the just knowing yeah. that. I think you hit on it, knowing that we have the power of Jesus active in our lives just because we have the faith. Our, our our faith mm-hmm. is the engine. And if we mix our faith with Jesus' faith, we have the same power of healing, the same power of teaching, authority, all of those things that are listed in this chapter, we have that active in our lives right now because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so that's that's... Yeah. I'm going to be meditating on that this week because I believe in in this time where we have pandemic and self-quarantine and all these things going on, it's the faith that will change things. All of these people, their lives were changed forever mm-hmm. because of their faith. Yeah. All of the ones that were healed... <laughs> All the ones that were healed, all the ones, John's disciples, the Pharisees that actually, like you said, dug into it a little bit more, their lives will change forever. And so I'm just Mm -hmm. thankful that I do have a level, a measure of faith, but I'm also going, I'm, I'm, I'm comforted, like you said, that I I know, I know that, but I'm, I'm also comforted that I can go into his word and increase my faith and continue to continue to search him out and continue to get revelations yeah. from him. So this is, this is so awesome. Good stuff. Yes. It's a blessing to be able to see. It's a blessing to be able to see. Mm-hmm. I have an understanding of scripture, but it's also a blessing on God. I feel like like what he just did, mm-hmm. open mm-hmm. our eyes as we're going over it. <laughs> yeah. See ourselves and to see more of him. It's like he's not he's not content with just face value. And that's a blessing for him to see us where we're at, mm-hmm. introduce himself, mm-hmm. and then say, get a little closer. I want to show you some more. Get a little bit more closer. I want to show you some more. That's just, yeah. it's overwhelming. I'm just... Yeah. Makes me want to just shout because we're just so thankful for that. It's very it's so thankful for that. Because he could easily just say, right. All right, that's enough, Evan. He never that's does. Enough. He never does. <laughs> never he does. And he hasn't. He's exactly. <laughs> He's like, You want more? I'll show you more. You want to get closer? I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get closer. It's such and you said this before. Yeah. It's such <laughs> an uneven relationship. Uh it really is. <laughs> what do I bring to the table for God? Nothing. Right. Compared to what he does. Right. Mm. 
You're listening to the Walking with Jesus podcast, the show that brings you a new way to experience Jesus with your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Now back to the show and the closing prayer. Yeah, we can mm. just want to start praying, praising him, just Thank you, Lord. Just thank you for what you've been doing in our lives. I feel very emotional right now. Just very thankful for what you, for, for your patience, for your compassion. It's not just demonstrated here in scripture. I've seen it in my own life. I, 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 I can even say this, that it's, it's your patience and your compassion with with allowing Malcolm to be a part of my life, to be able to 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 dig in with scripture is a blessing, Lord. You have not turned to you have not turned away. You haven't. It's such an uneven relationship. You speak to me sometimes. I I, I acknowledge what you're saying, and then sometimes I don't. And I don't want you to continue to keep repeating yourself. Thank you. Jesus. And I just want to say thank you. But I want to act yes. like I'm thankful. We want to act like we're thankful. We just want to be content with saying thank you. We want to walk like we're thankful. We're praying, Lord, oh Heavenly Father, that you may continue to expose yourself to us and allow yes. us to be vessels to expose you to others, to the desperate, to the downtrodden. We thank you, Lord for exposing you to us, but also allowing us to see how jacked up we are. It's easy to look at these scriptures with these people and say, it's not us. But you looked at us and say, no, this is in the word because I want you to identify with it. I want you to see that's how I view you. You were blind. You couldn't see me. You were hemorrhaging. You couldn't feel me, but I stepped in and took the beating, took the cross, took the nails for you. And I pray, Lord, that we do not forget that, that you continue to have your Holy Spirit remind us of greatness, remind us of you. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We want to give you the highest praises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. In your holy son name. Amen. Oh boy. Mm. Mm. Evan, you just just gonna shake my whole day up, man. Man, this <laughs> things are getting more and more this, powerful, man. And they just really shaking me up. I'm gonna go out here and make some noise with my family. I'm about to go shake everybody up, man. <laughs> man, man, I gotta call my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, this was yeah, this Holy Spirit just I'm, took I'm, over. I'm, feeling, man, I'm, I'm like, like I got goosebumps right now, man. Like the hairs on my arms are like standing up, and man. Mm. Mm. Thank, thank, thank you, Jesus. thank you, Malcolm. Thank for, you, Jesus, for for this. Oh, yes, thank man. you, Lord. <laughs> Oof. Man, man, this is all. It's just real thankful just to sit back and just see the level of intimacy. Yeah, yeah. It's just so easy to take it for granted. Yeah, I mean, and then we, you know, you just kind of think about mm. how jacked up mm. we really are. You know, like we like that's what usually gets me all the time. Like yeah. I, I just think about how messed up I really am, man. And in my eyes, I'm like not that bad. But I was like, man, I'm like terrible. 
And 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 but but even with that, he loves me yeah. like no other. He loves me like no other, and like I can't get past hmm. that. You know what I mean? I can't like like I can't repay him. I can't. Hmm. I just man. I mean, just to know that someone loves you like that, despite whatever you do. Despite everything, he just loves you like despite everything without condition, without you know repercussion. He just loves you flat out, and that and that um, that's a powerful hit. That's a power. It's powerful to know that, Mm. you know. So, Mm. wow. Thanks for joining us this week on Walking with Jesus. If you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is as good a time as any. I invite you right now to go to Jesus Christ and let him know that you believe he died for you and he rose for you with all power and that you want him alone to be Lord of your life for the forgiveness of your sins and the gift of eternal life. If you do that, you'll be saved right now. Get in your word, and while you converse and reason about biblical things, Jesus will walk with you. If you like what you heard and want to comment, you can leave a message for us at anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus forward slash message. We'll pick one to read during an upcoming show. So record your message and send it, send it in now to join in the conversation. Again, that link is anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus forward slash message. You can also subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS feed so you'll never miss a show. Give us a rating and share us with your friends. God bless you, and until next time, keep walking with Jesus.